0: welcome to another edition of moments with matt state representative matt dowling of the 51st legislative district in fayette and somerset counties i'm chuck nichols representative dowling welcome to another report to your constituents there's a lot to talk about this week and uh some of it has to do with some things that have been going on recently with the governor and how he's choosing to operate and uh a lot of people are saying that he's uh, going it alone, doing some things that uh, only a dictator would do. Some folks say he's just doing a little bit of overreach. What are we doing to try to rein this in?
1: Well, you know, the Pennsylvania House, as well as the Senate, have um, gone through the, the motions and in, in doing several things that would um, take into consideration the entire legislature's Uh, thoughts and opinions as far as handling the COVID-19 pandemic, whereas right now it's pretty much left up to just the governor and the Secretary of Health. Um, But one of the biggest things that's being discussed right now, uh, and and I think this is a long-term fix that Pennsylvania needs, um, is something that came up in our state government committee this week. Uh, It's Senate Bill 1166, sponsored by Uh, a friend and colleague of mine, um, Senator Kim Ward from Westmoreland County. Uh, And this deals with how a disaster declaration um, is declared and what the process is from that point forward. You know, regardless of where you stand on this exact disaster declaration, I think many people could agree that unilateral decisions uh, by the executive branch aren't always in the best nature for the people of Pennsylvania. And, uh, there also, we could all assume or agree on are sometimes when the governor needs to act quickly and we don't have time to convene, uh, the entire general assembly for any type of approval. So there's a reason why the disaster declaration act is set up the way it is right now. The governor can, uh, declare a disaster declaration sometimes people call it a state of emergency and there's a 90-day period that that lasts for and then he can renew that uh, as many times as he or she would like Um, and we've seen that with the declaration uh, regarding the opioid epidemic that has been ongoing for a couple years now as well as uh, the COVID-19 disaster declaration which was just renewed after its first 90-day period so Senate Bill 1166 and aiming to um, allow more constituents to have a voice uh, through their representation uh, in the General Assembly would allow the governor to declare a disaster declaration for a period of 21 days. Uh, And then after that period of 21 days, uh, the General Assembly would have to Uh, approve and be engaged in the process of addressing any long-term response or recovery process that uh, may go into play there. Now, this would be a constitutional amendment, and I know many of my listeners probably know this, uh, but a constitutional amendment requires passage by both the House and the Senate in two consecutive sessions. Uh, That means it could take up to four years for it to be done, and then it has to be put uh, to a referendum by the voters. So you'll you'll vote for that at your polling place uh, after it has passed with the exact same language twice in the House and Senate in two sessions. Um, but this does aim at putting more power in the hands of the people, and uh, it still allows the governor, whoever that may be, to act swiftly in response to emergency situations.
0: The next thing we'd like to talk about, Representative, is good news for you, good news for Ohio— Ohio Pile Borough, Uh, legislation you've been working on for a good long time now has made it through the legislative process and is now awaiting the governor's signature. Tell us about it and why this is a good thing for your area.
1: Well, we've talked about this several times. Those who are readers in the local newspapers have probably read about it, but we're excited to uh, announce formally that House Bill 2045, which is uh, what we'd refer to as a land conveyance bill – has passed out of the House and the Senate and is sitting on the desk of the governor waiting to become law. Uh, in the next week or so, we'll know if it becomes law without his signature, although we anticipate uh, that he will sign the bill into law. Um, and just a quick overview of what this bill does um, there is a piece of property that is uh, adjacent to the waterway, um, which is currently in the possession of Ohio Pile Borough. Uh, and DCNR, the department of conservation and national natural resources, which runs the state park there, uh, would like this additional water frontage to be able to put boats in and out of the water. Um, so that's their need. The, uh, the state park and DCNR have a piece of property that could be used to, um, develop an additional sewer plant it's actually adjacent to the borough's existing sewer plant Uh, and as many people may or may not know you can't add an additional toilet in ohio powell right now because all of the water taps uh, have been used and there's actually a waiting list there uh, to be able to add additional restroom facilities to uh, businesses or to even people's personal property Um, so this is something that uh, that the borough would be able to use for further expansion and development um not necessarily overdeveloping the area but just adding uh, a sanitation resource that's really needed uh, they also could subdivide that property and and put some additional needed buildings or facilities there so it's a win-win for everyone uh i was originally approached by the borough uh and, and they talked to me about this project uh i met with uh, Ken Bisbee, the parks operation manager at Ohio Powell State Park, uh, and they were really in support of this, uh, this bill. So it has now uh, been presented to the governor and we have uh, 10 days for it to be signed, vetoed, which we, we don't expect at all, um, or it will become law without his signature. So good news for Ohio Powell uh, and, and both the borough and DCNR have been great to work with on this piece of legislation.
0: Well, congratulations to you for getting that legislation done, and congratulations to the borough for what they're going to be getting here. Representative Dowling, thank you for this informative report to your constituents, and tune in for another Moment with Matt.